0: this podcast brought to you by project k today i would like to discuss elder abuse as a human rights issue well most of us are very much familiar with the term elder abuse but it's um less discussed and much neglected issue abuse is a single or repeated act or lack of appropriate action occurring within any relationship where there is an expectation of trust which causes harm or distress to an older person. This type of violence constitutes a violation of human rights and includes physical, sexual, psychological and emotional abuse, financial and material abuse, abandonment, neglect, and serious loss of dignity and respect. L-diabetes is an important public health problem. Our 2017 study based on the best available evidence from 52 studies in 28 countries from diverse regions, including 12 low- and middle-income countries, estimated that Over the past year, 15.7% of people aged 60 years and older were subjected to some form of abuse. This is likely to be an underestimation as only 1 in 24 cases of elder abuse is reported, in part because older people are often afraid to report cases of abuse to family, friends or to the authorities. Consequently, any prevalence rates are likely to be underestimated. Although rigorous data are limited, the study provides prevalence estimates drawing on all available studies of the number of older people affected by different types of abuse. Data on the extent of the problem in institutions such as hospitals, nursing homes, and other long-term care facilities are scarce. However, systematic reviews and meta-analyses of recent studies on elder abuse in both institutional and community settings based on self-report by older adults suggest that the rates of abuse are much higher in institutions than in community settings. The Estimates of elder abuse and its subtypes in the institutions were calculated from all studies that collected data from staff as well as older adults and their projects. A total of nine studies in six countries based on staff self reports on perpetrating abuse were analysed together. The finding indicates that 64.2% of staff perpetrated some form of abuse in the past year. The self-reported estimates of elder abuse subtypes by staff and older residents suggest similarities in the magnitudes of the problem. Types of abuse include psychological abuse, physical abuse, financial abuse, neglect, sexual abuse. Abusive acts in institutions may include physically restraining passions, depriving them of dignity and choice over daily affairs, intentionally providing inception care, over and under medicating and withholding medication from patients, and emotional neglect and abuse. Abuse can lead to physical injuries ranging from minus crises and bruises to broken bones and disabling injuries, and serious sometimes long-lasting psychological consequences including depression and anxiety. For older people, the consequences of abuse can be especially serious and violations longer even relatively minor injuries can cause serious and permanent damage or even death a 13-year follow-up study found that victims of elder abuse are twice more likely to die prematurely than people who are not victims of elder abuse globally the number of cases of elder abuse is projected to increase as many countries have repeatedly aging populations whose needs may not be fully made due to research constraints. It is predicted that by the year 2050, the global population of people is 60 years and older will more than double, from 900 million in 2015 to about 2 billion, with the vast majority of older people living in low- and middle-income countries. If the proportion of elder abuse victims remains The number of victims will increase rapidly due to population aging, growing to 320 million by 2050. Risk factors that may increase the potential for abuse of an older person can be identified at individual, relationship, community and socio-cultural levels. Risk at the individual level include poor physical and mental health of the victim, and mental disorders and alcohol and substance abuse. Other individual level factors which may increase the risk of abuse include the gender of victim and a shared living situation. While older men have the same risk of abuse as women in some cultures where women have inferior social status, elderly women are at higher risk of neglect and financial abuse when they are widowed. Women may also be at higher risk of more persistent and severe forms of abuse injury. A shared living situation is a risk factor for elder abuse. It's not yet clear whether spouses or adult children of older people are more likely to perpetrate abuse, and abuser's dependency on the older person also increases the risk of abuse. In some cases, a long history of poor family relationships may worsen as a result of a stress when the older person becomes more care-dependent. Finally, as more women enter the workforce and have less spare time, caring for older relatives becomes a greater burden, increasing the risk of abuse. Social isolation of caregivers and older persons and the ensuring of the Social support is a significant risk factor for LWs by caregivers. Many elderly people are isolated because of loss of physical or mental capacity or through the loss of friends and family members. Social cultural factors that may affect the risk of LWs include ages, and stereotypes, where older adults are depicted as frail, weak, and dependent. Erosion of the bonds between generations of a family, systems of inheritance and land rights, affecting the distribution of power and material goods within families, migration of young couples, leaving older parents alone in societies where older people were traditionally cared for by their offspring and lack of funds to pay for care. Within institutions, abuse. Care is more likely to occur where standards for healthcare, welfare services, and care facilities for elder persons are low. Staff are poorly trained, remunerated, and overworked. The physical environment is deficient, and policies operate in the interest of the institution rather than the residents. Many strategies have been implemented to prevent elder abuse and to take action against it and mitigate its consequences. Interventions that have been implemented mainly in high-income countries to prevent abuse include public and professional awareness campaigns, screening of potential victims and abusers, school-based intergenerational programs, Caregiver support interventions, including stress management and respite care. Caregiver training on dementia. Efforts to respond to and prevent further abuse include interventions such as mandatory reporting of abuse activities, self-help groups, safe houses and emergency shelters, psychological programs for abusers, helpline to provide information and referrals, Caregiver support interventions. Evidence for the effectiveness of most of these interventions is limited at present. However, caregiver support after abuse has occurred reduces like, likelihood of its reoccurrence, and school-based intergenerational programs have shown some promise, as have caregiver support to prevent elder abuse before it occurs. And professional awareness of the problem. Evidence suggests that adult protective services and home visitation by police and social workers for victims of elder abuse may in fact have adverse consequences, increasing elder abuse. Multiple sectors and interdisciplinary collaboration can contribute to reducing elder abuse, including the social welfare sector. Through the provision of legal, financial and housing support, the education sector through public education and awareness campaigns, and the health sector through the detection and treatment of victims by primary healthcare workers. In some countries, the health sector has taken a leading role in raising public concern about elder abuse while in Others, the social welfare sector has taken the lead. Globally, too little is known about elder abuse and how to prevent it, particularly in developing countries. The scope and nature of the problem is only beginning to be delineated. Many risk factors remain contested, and the consequences and evidence for what works to prevent elder abuse is limited. In May 2016, the World Health Assembly adopted a global strategy and action plan on aging and health that provides guidance for coordinated action in countries on elder abuse that aligns with the sustainable development Goals. in line with the global strategy who and partners collaborate to prevent elder abuse through initiatives that help to identify quantify and respond to the problem including building evidence of the scope and types of elder abuse in different settings understand the magnitude and the nature of the problem at the global level, particularly in low- and middle-income countries from Southeast Asia, the Middle East, and Africa, for which there is little data. Collecting evidence and developing guidance for member states and all relevant sectors to prevent abuse and strengthen the responses to it disseminating information to countries and supporting national efforts to prevent elder abuse and collaborating with international agencies and organizations to deter the problem globally. Elder Abuse Awareness Day takes place on the 15th June every year. The day aims to focus global attention on the problem of physical, emotional and financial abuse of elders. Ill abuse includes physical, emotional, or sexual harm inflicted upon an older adult, their financial exploitation, or neglect of their welfare by people who are directly responsible for their care. Research indicates that almost half a million people aged over 65 will experience some form of abuse or neglect. As older adults become more physically frail, they are less able to take care of themselves or stand up to bullying. Older adults who have mental or physical ailments and may not see or hear as well or think as clearly as they used to are more vulnerable to unscrupulous people taking advantage of them. Elder abuse tends to take place where they live, where their abusers are open adult children, other family members or in long term care facilities. If you suspect that an elderly person is at risk from a neglectful or overwhelmed caregiver or being preyed upon financially, it's important to speak up. Everyone deserves to live in safety with dignity and respect and free from abuse and neglect. Abuse of elders takes many different forms, some involving intimidation or threats against elderly, some involving neglect and others involving financial trickery. The most common are physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, elder neglect and financial exploitation. Physical abuse indicates the non-accidental use of force against an elderly person that results in physical pain, injury, or impairment. Such abuse includes not only physical assaults, such as hitting or shoving, but the inappropriate use of drugs, restraints, or confinement. Emotional abuse indicates the treatment of an older adult in ways that cause emotional or psychological pain or distress, including Intimidation through yelling or threats, humiliation and ridicule, habitual blaming or scapegoating, ignoring the elderly person, isolating an elder person from friends or activities, terrorizing or menacing the elderly person, sexual abuse, handicaps, contact with an elderly person without their consent. Such contact can involve Physical sex acts, but activities such as showing an elderly person pornographic material, forcing the person to watch sex acts, or forcing the older to undress are also considered sexual elder abuse. Elder neglect indicates failure to fulfill a caretaking obligation. This considers more than half of all reported cases of. It abuse. It can be intentional or unintentional, based on factors such as ignorance or denial that an elderly church needs as much care as they do. Financial exploitation includes the unauthorized use of an elderly person's funds or property, either by a caregiver or an outside scam artist. An unscrupulous caregiver might misuse an elder's personal checks, credit cards, or accounts, steal cash, income checks, or household goods. First elder's signature, engage in identity theft. Typical scams that target elders include announcement of a price that the elderly person has owned but must pay money to claim, phony charities. Investment fraud. Signs of elder abuse can be difficult to recognize or easily mistaken for symptoms of dementia or a person's frailty. Frequent arguments or tension between a caregiver and the elderly person, or changes in the personality or behavior in the elder, can be broad signals of elder abuse. If you suspect abuse but unsure, you can look for clusters of the warning signs, including unexplained signs of injury, such as bruises, wells, or scars, broken bones, sprains, or dislocations, a report of drug overdose, or an apparent failure to take medication regularly, broken eyeglasses or frames, signs of being restrained, threatening, belittling or controlling caregiver behavior, behavior from the elder that may mix dementia, such as rocking, sobbing, or mumbling to themselves. Bruises around breast or genitals, unexplained vaginal or anal bleeding, torn stain, or bloody underclothing, unusual weight loss. Malnutrition, dehydration, untreated physical problems such as bed sores, unsanitary living conditions like dirt, bugs, soil bedding, and clothes, being left dirty or unbathed, unsuitable clothing or covering for the weather, unsafe living conditions, uh, desertion of the elder at a public place. Significant withdrawals from the elder's accounts, sudden changes in the elder's financial condition, items of cash missing from their household, suspicious changes in wills, power of attorney, titles, and policies, additional names to their signature card or missing card, financial activity that they couldn't have undertaken, such as an ATM withdrawal when the account holder is bedridden, unnecessary services, goods, or subscriptions, evidence of over-medication or under-medication, evidence of inadequate care when bills are paid in full, problems with the care facility, poorly trained, poorly paid, or insufficient staff, crowding, inadequate responses to questions about care. It's difficult to take care of an elder who has many different needs. And it's difficult to be elderly when age brings with informatics and dependence. Both the demands of caregiving and the needs of the elder can create situations in which abuse is more likely to occur. Many non-professional caregivers, spouses, adult children, other relatives and friends find taking care of an elder to be satisfying and enriching but the responsibilities and demands of caregiving, which escalate as the elders' condition deteriorates, can also cause significant stress. The stress of elder care can lead to mental, physical health problems that leave caregivers burned out, impassioned, and more susceptible to neglecting or lashing out at the elders in their care. In addition to the caregiver's inability to manage the stress, Other risk factors for elder abuse include depression in the caregiver, lack of support from other potential caregivers, the caregiver's perception that taking care of the elder is burdensome and without emotional reward, substance abuse by the caregiver, the intensity of the elderly person's illness or dementia, social isolation, the elder and caregiver are alone together almost all the time the elder's role at an earlier time as an abusive parent or spouse, a history of domestic violence in the home, the elder's own tendency toward verbal or physical aggression. Even caregivers in institutional settings can experience stress at levels that lead to elder abuse. Nursing home staff may be prone to elder abuse if the lack training have too many responsibilities are unsuited to caregiving or work under poor conditions. If you are a caregiver to an elderly person and feel you are in danger of hurting or neglecting them, help and support are available. Perhaps you are having trouble controlling your anger and find yourself screaming louder and louder or lashing out at the person in your care or other people have expressed concern with your behavior or the tension between the two of you. Or maybe you simply feel emotionally disconnected or overwhelmed by the daily needs of the elderly person in your care. Recognizing that you have a problem is the biggest step to getting help and preventing abuse. As a caregiver, some steps can help you prevent elder abuse or neglect. Take immediate steps to relieve stress and burnout. Request help from friends, relatives, or local respite care agencies. Or find an elder daycare program. Seek help for depression. Find a support group for caregivers of the elderly. Get help for any substance abuse issues. If you're a concerned friend or family member, some Steps can help to prevent abuse of an elderly person. Call and visit as often as you can, helping the elder to see you as a trusted confident. Offer to stay with the elder so the caregiver can have a break on a regular basis if possible. Monitor the elder's medications to ensure the amounts being taken correspond with the prescription dates. Watch for Financial abuse by asking the elder if you can check their bank accounts and credit card statements for unauthorized transactions. Identify the warning signs of abuse or neglect and report it without delay. If you are an elder who is being abused, neglected or exploited, tell at least one person. Tell your doctor, a friend or a family member who you trust or call one of the helplines available in your locality. If you see an older adult being abused or neglected, don't hesitate to report the situation to the authorities in your area. And if you see future incidences of abuse, continue to call and report them. Each elderly abuse report is a snapshot of what is taking place. The more information that you can provide, the better the chance the elder has of getting the quality of care they need. Older adults can become increasingly isolated from society, and with no work to attend, it can be easy for abused kids to go unnoticed for long periods. Many seniors don't report the abuse they face even if they are able. Some fear retaliation from the abuser, while others view having an abusive caretaker as better than having no caretaker and being forced to move out of their own home. When the caregivers are their children, they may feel ashamed that their children are inflicting harm or blame themselves. If I had been a better parent when they were younger, this wouldn't be happening or they just may not want children they love to get into trouble with the law. If any situations of elder abuse, it can be a real challenge to respect an older adult's right to tell me well at the same time. Thank you for listening. Stay safe and stay connected. Please follow and subscribe to my podcast. You can also watch my videos on my YouTube channel. And I request you to take steps raise your voice when you see any happenings of ill abuse in your family in your community and anywhere and if you have anyone in your family to be taken care of please do your duty properly thank you again stay safe Raise your voice against injustice anywhere.